thank you so much for your interest in this story. Dr. Yongheng, can you talk to us a little bit? There seems to be some confusion. There's a lot of concern over people that are getting medical imaging, maybe you're doing it in clinics rather than hospitals, Uh, some confusion over who's paying, what these clinics are all about. Can you kind of bring us up to date and explain that part of it to us? Absolutely. Um, Community imaging clinics, sometimes referred to as private clinics, aren't really private. They are primarily physician-owned clinics that provide publicly funded services paid directly by the medical services plan, the Ministry of Health, similar to the majority of family medicine clinics in BC. And there is a crisis in the BC community imaging clinics right now. The costs of providing medical imaging services have risen substantially, and the fee increases for these services have not kept pace. Community imaging clinics are becoming financially unsustainable, and many community imaging clinics are at risk of reducing services or shutting down completely. And as you said, this would have disastrous consequences for the health system in BC. The wait times are already long for medical imaging, and if community imaging clinics reduce services or close, the wait times will skyrocket even further. The community imaging clinics provide over 1.5 million diagnostic medical imaging services annually, which is approximately half of the outpatient imaging provided by BC for x-ray, ultrasound, mammography, And the other half of the outpatient services for those modalities is provided in the health authority facilities like hospitals that also provide CT and MRI outpatient services. What is the issue then as far as the the costs have gone up and is it because of the contracts that these clinics have with the provincial government that those are not being renegotiated or they're not getting any more funding from the provincial government? Community imaging clinics, the key part of the medical imaging infrastructure in BC, um, they bill the MSP for imaging services provided. The MSP fees include a professional component to pay the physician and a technical component to pay for technical and overhead expenses incurred by the clinic. And for most physician specialties, the technical component is about 30% of the total fee, but for medical imaging, the technical component is about 70% of the total fee. And there are technical costs that are much more extensive in radiology for the community imaging clinics, equipment, medical imaging technologists, admin staff, the building lease costs, which are obviously skyrocketing, image storage and retrieval systems, the supplies, all the, all the personal protective equipment that we've all had to uh, get for COVID. And the BC Consumer Price Index, so the inflation measure, has increased 24.9% from 2011 to 2022, but the medical imaging fees have only increased about 5.5% over that same period. So the community imaging clinics have had to absorb the difference, so 19% increase in costs with no commensurate increase in fees. So what does this mean for patients then that are dependent on using these clinics and are only getting these images, getting these, these imaging, this imaging done in a timely manner for the most part because these clinics are operational? Well, it is, it is a huge issue. I mean, even with these clinics operating, the wait times for breast imaging are terrible. The national wait time targets for diagnostic breast imaging are five weeks for people who don't need a biopsy and seven weeks for those who do require biopsy. And the wait times for diagnostic breast imaging at multiple sites is six to nine months in the lower mainland. So um, 
this will only get much, much worse if patients do not have access to the community imaging clinics. The community imaging clinics generally have shorter wait times than the health authorities. Um, they, they can be more efficient and get more patients done. And the huge volumes of patients that are done um, in the community imaging clinics just cannot be absorbed by the health authorities. Right, which, which makes a lot of sense. If that was the case, if they could be absorbed, then there really wouldn't be a need for these clinics to begin with. Exactly. So when we look at the, these clinics and when your society is saying they are so underfunded, there is the possibility they are going to shut their doors. Is that, is that going to be in a week, in, in a month? or I'm, How dire is the situation or the possibility of British Columbians losing these clinics? Well, unfortunately, it is potentially imminent. The clinics aren't financially sustainable. They're being sustained out of the goodwill of owners who have sometimes long-time passions for this work and extreme dedication to breast imaging. And many of the breast imaging studies done at these clinics result in a loss. These losses are getting larger, larger due to rapidly rising costs, and the owners of the clinics may be retiring soon. Whoever takes over these clinics will likely determine that breast imaging is not financially sustainable and will decide not to do breast imaging. So these patients then will be diverted to the health authorities which again causes the whole problem with the wait times and the health authorities not having the capacity to absorb these patients. In regards to um, whether or not clinics are, are closing soon, you know, um, the BC Radiological Society has had conversations with multiple clinic owners who, who are raising the alarm bells saying that they, they don't know how they will continue and um, they are operating at a loss, which just, can't, it, you know, that can't go on forever. And it's such a, a mixed message, isn't it, in that people, uh, women are being told, make sure you get your mammograms, make sure you get your breast imaging, or if it's something even more serious, that there's a reason why you have to go back and do a follow-up. Women are told that all of the time, and now we're also looking at this and potentially having not as many options to do that. Yes, it's um, it's a real problem, and in general, you know, breast imaging potentially hasn't been a priority in the province, but this is the result of that, and this is why things have to change. What needs to change then, or what could change, what would be the first thing that that could potentially change that would help solve this problem? Well, there's high risk of, you know, this problem getting worse unless urgent action is taken, and for many months, the BCRS has been calling on the government to take urgent action on four key issues. Emergency overhead support for the community imaging clinics, action on the extreme shortage of medical imaging technologists, to look at the crisis in breast imaging wait times and how to fix that, and the need for capital investments to replace aging medical equipment and to add net new equipment to keep up with the growing demand. And have you had any response or what response have you had from the health ministry, from the provincial government when these concerns have been raised? So we have, um, we have sent three letters now to the Ministry of Health. And our, our most recent letter was sent in January 2023. The response to that letter came a few weeks ago and there was no mention at all about the crisis in the community imaging clinics. So it was a response to the letter, but, but didn't really respond to what concerns, what was actually being raised? Yes. Well, one of the main concerns we have is community imaging clinics, and that was not addressed at all in the letter.
So at this point, though, what do you do now when when you, the Radiological Society, is raising these concerns? Clinics are saying they could potentially be shutting their doors. What's your next move? Well, this is a crisis. We keep advocating for urgent action by the government. Um, we hope to meet with the Ministry of Health to discuss this further. We have offered solutions that we have offered to work with them to try and implement to improve this. Um, we're basically just trying to, to get the, the message out that this, this needs attention. And, and certainly people, I think, would agree, because just to go back to something that you said earlier as well, in that th- this appears to be, these clinics appear to be a vital part of our healthcare system. Even with that, though, we don't have great wait times. We don't have, we're not at the time, uh, the timeline that we should be at. Exactly. Even with these clinics, you know, there still are those other issues of the extreme shortage of medical imaging technologists, the lack of equipment, and, you know, the lack of breast radiologists and other things that are driving up the wait times for breast imaging. Well, it's certainly something that uh, I know people are going to be uh, very interested in following up. We are going to be following up on this as well. Dr. Yongheng, have we missed anything or is there anything else that you wanted to include? Well, I just want to, you know, repeat that the cost increases are pushing many of the community imaging clinics to the breaking point. And the BCRS keeps asking for emergency overhead support for the community imaging clinics, similar to what um, the family physicians got last year, but the government has not responded. Government is not recognizing how critical community imaging clinics sustainability is to proper functioning of the health system as a whole. Dr. Yong Hing, again, thank you so much for your time and for joining us to talk more about this. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for your interest. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.